your progression through the phases of the various areas of your life depends on your actions in the present moment. Stay tuned and find out more. Hi, I'm Peter Lopez and you're listening to Purpose. Each episode of the podcast, we look into a specific passage found in the Bible and determine, really investigate that passage to see how the Bible impacts our life and, in fact, every aspect of our life. We find it's practical, it's helpful, it's insightful, and if we'll put these things to practice, will be absolutely life-changing for us. So today, we study a biblical passage found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, and verse number 19. It says this, But when Herod was dead, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Now, this is an interesting passage. It's one verse. It's really going to be the only one we're going to talk about today, and we're going to get a lot of insight from it. In this one verse, we are told that a very specific event takes place. Specifically, Herod is dead. Then we are told that when that happens, it triggers something. It says, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, and then it says where Joseph was in Egypt. I want to break down this verse and really just absorb everything we can from it and see what insights it gives us into impacting our lives. All right, so let's break it down. God in this verse is clearly speaking to Joseph. So first, I want you to really make sure you grasp the power of this concept. God is speaking to Joseph. Now, he is choosing to speak through a dream to Joseph, but the simple fact of the matter is God is speaking to Joseph. And if you've listened to the previous podcast episodes, this is not the first time that this has happened. So God speaks to Joseph in a dream. And what that tells you about God, especially the fact that this has now been discovered to be a pattern and really is a pattern in the lives of multiple people all throughout the scriptures, is that God speaks to people. This is a very powerful concept because we as people are very finite beings. We are, we are small. We feel very dispensable is what we feel. We feel like our knowledge base is very limited to what our experiences are and maybe what our studies are, but we have so many limitations on us. How incredible is it to actually know that God, the infinite being who has been around for all of eternity and has absolute infinite wisdom, clearly speaks to you and to me. The truth is, he does. Now, whether this is something that you already know, great, that's exciting, but it's probably even more exciting to someone listening to this podcast who has never really understood or known that, that God speaks to you. It's something that that maybe is an overwhelming thought, and maybe you're not even sure. There's a lot of questions you have. How does he speak? When does he speak? Maybe you have never sensed God speaking to you. But I want to guarantee every single person listening right now that God speaks to you. Now, how he speaks to you is really based on his knowledge and awareness of you. See, God's too big to put in a box. He doesn't just speak to people in one way. God can speak to you using multiple ways, multiple features. It's really hard to define just one. 
It can be everything from clearly his word, speaking to you through his word, to every other thing that is around your life. You just have to know that God is speaking to you, and this speaking is taking place on a daily basis. Why does God speak? Because he clearly wants you to be living out your perfect purpose in this life. This is why God is speaking. It's why he's speaking to Joseph in this passage, and it's why he speaks to you. God wants you to know what your perfect purpose is in this life. If you'll live your perfect purpose, then you will be satisfied. You will be very content and you'll be much happier and you will feel a sense of contribution to something way bigger than yourselves. Not to mention, God wants you to live your perfect purpose because if you'll do that, then you will be accomplishing exactly what God has created you to accomplish. Really, you're a part of a great big powerhouse team. So it's good for God. It's good for you. God wants to communicate to you because it's his way to communicate his perfect purpose to you. He wants you to be living it. All right. So really the first aspect of this is the most basic foundational kind of detail of this passage is you have to know that God is speaking to you and he's going to use everything and anything around you to speak to you, to give you this guidance, to give you these insights, to give you direction, to help you know what decisions to make, to help you know the path that you need to walk. God's going to speak. You just have to learn how to hear his voice. I'd say just keep listening to this podcast. And as we keep going through various scriptural passages, you'll learn more and more about how God wants to speak to you. But that's really the foundation of this verse. It's an exciting, super exciting truth within this verse. Now, there is a detail connected to that, and that's where I want to spend the rest of the time that we have in this podcast. I want you to notice that God waited for a very specific event before he spoke. Notice what the passage says. It said, when Herod was dead. So a very specific event, which was the death of Herod in this case, triggered God now speaking to give Joseph what would be the next phase in his journey in life, the next step. Remember, in our previous podcast episodes, God spoke to Joseph and told Joseph to leave and go to Egypt. Joseph followed exactly what God said, and that's why Joseph has been in Egypt, and that's where he's at in this passage in Egypt. He's been there for two years. He had no idea during that two-year period of time when God was going to speak again, so he didn't know how long he'd be in Egypt. He didn't know when he'd be able to return to his homeland. All of these things were completely unknown to Joseph. He only knew that he was supposed to be in Egypt because that's where God had him. Now, God, again, he's infinite, and he knows. What God was waiting for was he was waiting for the death of Herod. So when Herod's death takes place, that's the specific event that then triggers God speaking his next direction to Joseph. Here's what we find in this passage. We really learn a couple of things. We learn about how God speaks these step-by-step directions to us. But then we also learn on the other end what it's like, and we really know what it's like by real life circumstances, to be in Joseph's position, sitting there, 
waiting, or maybe not even waiting, that's probably a wrong way to say it, but wondering when God is going to give you the next direction of your life. So our lives, just think about this, Joseph life, life's, Joseph's life appears to be in phases. So he, he has a phase of where he's with Mary. He has the phase of the birth of the baby. He has the phase of the first two years where he is with, with Jesus and with Mary. And then, and then God tells him to go to Egypt. And then he has his Egypt phase. And that's the end of the phase he's coming to now. Where is the next phase of life? We'll talk about that in our upcoming episodes. But right now, one phase is about to end. Now, here is what you're going to find is the truth for your life and mine. Now, if you're my age, you know this to be true. If you're younger, you're going to learn this more and more. But everything in our life has phases. Everything. I mean, just think of the education phase. We have kindergarten, and then we have elementary school, and then we have middle school, and then we have high school, and then we have maybe some other type of training or college or some type of schooling of some kind. Schooling or education is very specific. It has one phase that builds on another. We are trained to think that way from the time we enter kindergarten at five years old to the time that we finish up our schooling. What you don't realize is every aspect of our life has these same phases. You have a family. Your marriage has phases as well. Once you get married, your marriage has phases. You have the initial phase when you are dating, and then you have the phase after you get married, and then you have the phase where you're alone, and then you have the phase where you have children, and then your children go through certain phases, and then your children are about to leave your home, then your children have left your home, and now your children are having children. Phases through life. If you're in a career, your career has phases. You start off, you're, you're working hard, you're at the bottom of the ladder, so to speak, and then you start working your way up. You have phases. Sports has phases. You start off maybe on the bench, or maybe you start off when you first started off, you were someone that had to really work your way up, and finally you earned more playing time, and then after earning more playing time, you earned a position as a starter, and then you made your way up to the next level of the athletic competition. Whatever it is you look at in life, your life is really a segment of one phase after another. And here is our danger. We tend to look to the next phase and we discount the value of the phase that we are in. This is what we're learning from Joseph. Joseph had a next phase that God was going to speak to him. But really, what has he done in the phase that he's in right now? The scripture really doesn't give us a ton of detail about what Joseph did with Mary and what he did with Jesus during his time in Egypt. But God spoke the next step. So clearly what Joseph did was exactly what God wanted him to do. And this is basically the thought that you have to think about, that you have to make sure you focus on. You, whatever it is, education, athletics, career, family, marriage, whatever it is, you cannot look to the future phase with so much concentration that you fail to understand that this present phase you're in is really the most important one. You look ahead, then what you do is you sacrifice too much of the present. I give you just some real life examples of that. 
I'm at a specific phase in life. My wife and I are at a specific phase in life where we have a child who is just about to be graduating from high school and is going to be entering into the next phase of his life. That's a big deal to us. But I will tell you that seeing a child transition to the next phase is really forcing through my mind the memories of the time that he started his education from five years old all the way through 12th grade. I am beginning to see that I looked so far ahead in raising him as a young man, as a child and as a preteen and then a teenager and a young man looked so far ahead that I didn't always value and make the most of the moments that I was in. And I can see that now. But I can also see now that he's transitioned to a new aspect of life, that there are things that I'm glad I did when he was five and six and seven and then 12 and then 15 and then 17. There are things that I'm glad I did Because we established a foundation of our relationship that now I'm beginning to enjoy the benefits of. So in some ways, I wish I had taken greater advantage and lived in the moment and done more to establish something even better for the next phase. And in other ways, I'm super thrilled that I did some of the things that I did in my interactions with him to set us up for some of the benefits that we are now enjoying. So I want to encourage you, that's a really practical example to tell you that what you're going to be now is really going to determine what you're going to have then. So don't look ahead at the then wanting something. Create it right now with the little things in life. Create your present. Live in your present. Make the most of your present. Really absorb every aspect of this moment and form consistently some of the things that you want to make the most of this present so that when you're ready for the next phase you can go another another practical example i work right now for a corporation and the corporation enables me to work with leaders and to develop leaders for the next positions within the corporation one of the things that i'm learning as I look to leaders and I look to develop leaders and I look to promote leaders is that the ones who are the best prepared to go to the next phase of their career are the ones who are in the present doing things that the next phase of their career is going to require. I need someone who's going to be able to have elevated thinking and their elevated thinking is already being used at their current position. I need someone who's going to have influence in the next position, and I can see that there are people that are already already exercising influence now. I need someone who's going to be a hard worker at the next position, and I can see that they are already a hard worker now. In other words, the phase that they're in right now, they are making the most of it. They're doing everything that they can, and what they don't realize is that has set them up fantastically for the next phase. There are others who come to me wanting the next level of position, but they're not doing it now. And because they're not doing it now, they will not get the opportunity as quick as those who are making the most of their present. I can give you example after example, but I really hope you're getting the main point. The main point is this. Right here, right now, whatever phase you're in, be consistent. Be the best. Work hard. Exercise excellence. 
think not like the moment that you're in, but think to the fullest of how you can maximize everything that's around you. And as you do that, what you will then begin to realize is unintentionally sometimes in a way that is only how God can do it, you are actually being set up for the next phase in life because of your approach to this one. All right. Great advice for every element of life, your kids, your marriage, your career, your family, your athletic, you know, desires, your education, be and make the most of now to set you up for what you're going to be then. This is for you and I, something that we have to learn to do and to be. That's from the human perspective. One phase, your actions in one phase of life prepares you and sets you up for the next. On the other side, God's perspective, God knows. God looks down on us and he sees our actions in the present, our attitude in the present. He sees our work ethic in the present. He sees our faithfulness and our commitment to him in the present. And God knows when you are ready for the next step. Just the way he knew Joseph was ready when Herod died, there may be something very specific that God is looking for you to develop now to prepare you for the next step. Now, if you're just looking ahead at the next step, standing around, you're never going to do the now to get to the next. God knows when you're ready. You don't. So you just have to make the most of it now. Your responsibility is to be committed in the moment that you're in right now. And as you exercise responsibility and commitment and excellence, God sees what you're experiencing. God knows when you're ready for the next step. And then when you're ready for the next step, God gives it to you. But you'll never be ready unless you're uh, making the most of the now. So let me just end it by giving you some quick statements, really quick advice of what you can do now. First, Follow God's way in everything, the big things and the little things. Always follow God's way in the big things and the little things. Secondly, be committed to what you are responsible for. Whatever you're responsible for right now, your family, your career, a job, parents, um, school, whatever you're responsible for, be absolutely committed to it. Give your whole heart to it. If you're responsible for it right now, give everything you've got. Three, make the most of the moments and the people that are in the front of you. Don't look past the people in front of you. Don't look past the moments that are in front of you. Make the most. Leave every moment knowing you made the most of it. And then lastly, know that your present actions are going to be building your future. I hope that these things give to you, these advice, these elements of advice, four of them, give you some really practical ways to be able to be committed to the moment you're in so that you'll be ready for the next moment to come. Because Joseph, in our passage, was committed to the moment he's in, and now he's ready for the next phase to come. And that's exactly what I want for you as well. It'll be an exciting journey that God will lead you on. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. So you go today. Be committed. Make the most of every moment. Every moment.